and good morning. Today is Saturday, April 3rd of 2021. My name is Morelli Robinson and this is Be Gentle With Your Mental Podcast. Today, I would like to talk about divorce and the topic is called Divorce is an Option for the Mentally Endured. And I would like to talk about this because I was listening to other podcasts where they were talking about um, to agree or disagree. The podcast is called I Disagree. And they were talking about should divorce be an option? Is divorce an option? And I've heard many couples say in the beginning of their marriage, I was one of them, where they were like, divorce is not an option. Now, I no longer feel this way only because I have grown and I have matured and also because I have become more intact with mental care and mental health. And when you are someone that deals with anxiety and you care about your mental health and you want to take care of your mental health, you need to keep in mind that that is an option. It doesn't mean you want a divorce. It doesn't mean you're going to look to get a divorce. It doesn't mean that you're not going to sabotage your marriage so you can get a divorce. It just means that you have that in your mind that it is an option. Should something go wrong, should this man or woman decide they want to start cheating, mistreating emotionally or physically abuse you, you have that option. Now, to tell someone or to say divorce is not an option does not sit well with me anymore because we always have options. If you want to, like, look deeper, we always have options. I don't think that it's okay to take away someone's option because we all have them. So my question I want to pose is, does God hate divorce? Right? Explain. Like, when you say that, I think it's best to explain because I think some people will take that to mean I can never divorce my spouse, even if it's affecting my mental health, even if this man is beating me half to death. Because God hates divorce, I can't divorce him. And that is not true. Okay, that is a lie from the pits of hell. God, I do not see God as a God that will say, because I hate divorce, put up with it. Put up with the beatings. Put up with the father molesting your child. Put up with it because I hate divorce. So you just have to put up with it. Even if he kills you. Because they are domestic disputes that end up in death. Okay? This is real. Even if he kills you because I am God and I hate divorce, stay. That is a lie. And I think that when we tell people this that are in marriages that are either toxic or unhappy depending on why it's unhappy. I'm not saying just because you're unhappy, you should leave, okay? Don't come for me. That's not what I'm saying. So we need to like be careful because we can be putting in their mind that they need to put up with whatever they're dealing with because God hates divorce. And that's not the case. Now, I want to share briefly about how I dealt with that because as a married woman that was married, I had people tell me that. And I used to get so irritated because I'm like, so you trying to tell me that because God hate divorce, he wants me to be miserable. He wants me to stay something that I feel is unhealthy for me. That's no longer working. Like a woman just knows when it's no longer working. Now, I will say you should try to save your marriage at all costs, given that it's not 
toxic for your mental health and it's not to the point where you're half beaten to death and you got to go to the hospital and you're like, I'm still fighting for my marriage. No, at some point you have to leave, especially if this man or woman is not willing to make the necessary changes to make the marriage work. It is time to go. Okay. Nice people like myself, we are not pushovers and we, we should never be. We might be mistaken for pushovers because people tend to take kindness for weakness but we are not that and we should show that in a very of course calm you know not nasty manner because that's not the case I can be nice I can be caring compassionate empathetic all those things and still have a backbone okay you are not about to treat me like a piece of trash and you should not tolerate that from anyone I don't care who they are You should not tolerate that from anyone. So it can get irritating when you're in a marriage and you want to leave or you're contemplating divorce and people keep telling you God hates divorce, God hates divorce. Exactly what are you saying? Again, explain that to me when you say that. What what exactly are you telling me? Because God would never tell a woman to stay in a toxic, abusive marriage to where she and her children's life could be in danger. God would never say that. Okay? God is a caring, loving nurturing, wants the best for you type of God, kind of God. I don't want to say type because there's only one God. So be mindful when you tell people that because you could be giving the wrong message. You could be sending the wrong message. And I also think too, a lot of times we interpret the Bible differently. There's too many interpretations of our own thoughts or opinions or what we think it may mean. And there can only be one interpretation there can, there can only be one truth. Because if there's a million and one truths, how, how is it true? Like, that never made sense to me. Oh, I have my truth. You have your truth. One of them got to be a lie. How many truths are there? That makes absolutely no sense for there to be a million and one truths. That makes it not true. One of them got to be false. Because there's only one truth. There's only one truth. That makes more sense in my mind. I can't go with this. There's a million one truths here, there, and everywhere. That makes no sense to me. So there's one God and one truth. So I would say the best way to interpret the Bible is to seek God and God alone. Now, you can seek pastoral care or guidance if you want to, but you should be able to go to God for yourself as you grow and mature more in Christ And ask God to help you with the interpretation of what a scripture means. Because God would never lead you astray. God would never lead you wrong. Now, if you're a baby in Christ, you're just coming in, you're now learning, whatever. I get you needing guidance. We all can use some guidance. But at the end of the day, I think it is very essential to know how to go to God for yourself. Okay, you accept Jesus Christ into your heart yourself. You can do that yourself. Now, someone can lead you into the prayer. Someone can introduce you to Jesus, ask you about salvation, but they're not going to get saved on your behalf. They're not going to get saved for you or do salvation for you, if you understand what I'm saying. You have to make that choice for yourself. You have to welcome God into your heart for yourself. And God hears all our prayers, you know, given you're not being malice, because God is not going to adhere to God. Can you kill her? Strike her down, God. I hate her. Like, those are not good prayers to to say or or pray about. Because I don't think God is going to. He'll hear you, but he's not going to acknowledge that. 
Because God does not want us to pray bad things upon other people. Okay, we God wants us to pray for our enemies. He wants us to pray for those that, you know, maliciously use us, abuse us and all those things, which is not easy. Okay, I, I know it's not easy, but God can help you get to a place to where you have empathy and compassion for that person because it's sad that they're in that condition and they need prayer. They don't need more hate and malice. They need prayer. So getting back to this God hate divorce, right? A bad marriage can be a harm to your mental health. Abusive marriage is unhealthy for your well-being. So what does the Bible say about divorce? I did a little bit of research on this, not a lot. And I did come across something that caught my eye that I like. And it says, hold on, not this one. It says, yes, God hates divorce, but loves those who have suffered through it. God knows the type of damage that divorce causes and hates what it does to us spiritually and psychologically. He knows we are deeply hurt when it happens and how much it affects those around us, especially our children. God takes all his commands seriously, especially marriage. However, okay, however, this is why I say you should explain or ask God to give you interpretation of what you're reading. This does not mean that you need to stay in a marriage that is affecting you terribly, including your mental health, okay? Because mental health is very, very, very important. I don't know why there's such a stigma around it, but it's very important. We all deal with it. So God is not saying, because I hate divorce, stay. Okay, he is not saying that. And also, you can see God for yourself. You can see God for yourself. If you know when you are clearly hearing from God, seek God for yourself and find out what does God want me to do about this marriage. I can almost guarantee you, unless this man is working on the change, he's seeking help, counseling, he's serious about changing his behavior, God is going to tell you to leave. Because this man has done put you in the hospital five or eight, six, ten times. He, he already broke your nose, busted your lip. Like, at that point, I feel like a woman should already know it's time to go. But some women, they can be suffering with low self-esteem. They could be financially in a place where they're not able to leave. And he's the breadwinner. It could be all types of things. So I am empathetic and understanding to that. But if you feel a certain type of way, or if you're feeling this guilt, ask God what to do. Ask him. Just seek him and ask him what to do. So, as I stated already, we need to explain what we mean by when we say God hates divorce. So, um, how a toxic marriage can affect your mental health. Toxic, toxic, I don't know how to say this word, hold up. Toxicity, is that a word? I don't know if it is, but y'all know what I mean. Toxicity of relationships can take a toll on you which should be taken into consideration. And like I mentioned earlier, it's not okay to take away people's options because we have free will. We all have the option to do right or wrong. Just because God hates divorce doesn't eliminate your option of getting one. You don't have to stay anywhere where you are being mistreated to the point your well-being and mental health is being affected or compromised. Divorce is not a death sentence. It doesn't have to be nasty. Divorce can be done without malice and hate. We shouldn't be hating people anyway, regardless. So keeping in mind, I think too, this can, can help. Keeping in mind that a person can choose to divorce should not change 
your toxic behavior. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, should not change your toxic behavior. Should be kept in mind, basically. So should you not change is what I meant to say. So let's say you are mistreating this person and you're being horrible to them. If you keep in your the back of your mind that this person has the option to divorce you, it, it should, if you care anyway, it should motivate you to want to change because you don't want them to leave. You know, you want to keep your marriage intact. You want to work things out. But if you have this, depending on the type of person you are, you know, she or he ain't going nowhere. They, they're just going to have to put up with whatever I, whatever I give them, whether it's harming them, whether it's affecting their mental health. You know, they're not going nowhere. They stuck with me. Nobody should feel stuck. Okay, a marriage should never feel like a trap or a nightmare. You shouldn't feel stuck. I mean, it won't always be sunny days and blue skies. However, it should not feel like a dreaded situation. Keeping in mind that choosing to divorce doesn't make you weak or a disappointment to God. Okay, because God does not see us as disappointments because he knows what we're going to do before we do it. So in order to disappoint someone, they would have to not know you're going to do it. That's how I see it. So you are never a disappointment to God, regardless of what people may have told you. You could be a disappointment to people, to your parents. And I do believe I have a podcast about that prior called, um, Are You a Disappointment to God? I believe. So yes, you know, we have the option. You have the option of getting a divorce, mindfully speaking, consider, considerably speaking. Now, if you're going to divorce someone because I done met somebody else that I think is way better than you, so I'm, I'm out. Clearly, that's messed up. Like, that should not be the reason you leave someone. Although, there are people that probably do that. As messed up as it may sound, there are probably people that do that. Um, but just don't have the mindset that I can never leave this marriage because I'm stuck with this person because this is the person I chose. This is the person God chose for me. And God said, I'm, I'm destined to be with this person. And they're treating you like crap. They're supposed to go in the garbage disposal. No, that's not true. That's not good. That's not healthy. That's not right. Like, no, please take that out your head. Okay. Do whatever is best for your mental health, including divorce. Put your mental care and health first. Don't be with anyone that wants to take away your options. Considerably so. Now, I know we don't want to think about this because, you know, it's not the best thing to think about. But we all have the option to cheat or not to cheat. Okay, you could be in the best marriage. You could be in the best relationship. And someone may still choose to cheat because that option is always there. Okay, it's always there. You have to keep in mind and you have to make the decision that I want to stay faithful to this person. I want to be committed to this person. But the options are always there. It's always there. Now you can choose to mistreat someone. You can choose to treat them like crap and you'll deal with the consequences because anyone in their right mind is not going to stay with you treating them like that. So the options are always there. God gives us free will so we should also I think bestow that on other people but not to the extent to where you know you you could do you could do whatever you want treat me however you want and I'm just gonna put up with it because you have that option no no if you choose that option or you choose that route you're going to get left and that's just the reality of it given you know you're dealing with someone that 
knows their self-worth and they're not going to tolerate your nonsense. So just keep that in mind. I'm a person that used to be okay with that, but now I'm not. Like when I get married again, I'm not going into it with divorce is not an option. Okay, I just that does not sit well with me. I don't want another divorce. I don't want to get divorced again, but I'm going to go into it with divorce is always an option given something goes away. Either me or you decide I'm going to cheat. I'm going to walk out. I'm going to start doing X, Y and Z. The option is there. We're going to try to stay away from having a divorce because we want our marriage to work and we want to be committed to one another and do right by God and ourselves. But I want to walk into it with the option is there should something go wrong because I don't want to feel stuck. I don't want to feel trapped, which you shouldn't feel, which is why the options should stay stay open. But it has to be considerably, though, like it has to. It has to be a legitimate reason. It, it can't be, you know what, well, you're getting on my nerves this week. I'm about to go get a divorce. Like this petty, frivolous, childish, immature stuff. No, that's not what I'm talking about. It has to be like chronic cheating, um, excessive emotional and physical abuse, like things like that that would say, you know what, divorce is an option. And I think I'm going to take that option because you have lost it and this isn't working this isn't changing nothing's happening given you also try to fight and work for your marriage okay but there comes a point where that's it i've had enough i've tried all i could i've did all i can and still so it is an option for the mentally endured it is an option okay because our mental health comes first now there are people that may not choose to put their mental health first They may want to stick in the stigma of mental health. They want to stay there and dwell there. So I'm not talking to you, but I'm talking to the people that want to be mentally free, that want to get out of the stigma, that want to acknowledge the fact that mental care and mental health is essential and very important to everyday lives. I'm talking to y'all. So please keep in mind, okay, that it is an option. It is. It doesn't mean you want a divorce because that's not, I'm not saying get a divorce. I'm not promoting divorce or saying, you know, you should get married to get divorced. No, I'm just saying that it is an option. It just is. Because something could go wrong. You're not looking for that. But just don't take away people's options. Okay? Let's not do that. Free will. But know what you're going to tolerate and what you're not going to tolerate. Like, know that. Should someone choose the route to mistreat you all of a sudden? Just know, know your worth, right? Okay, so that is all for today. Um, it is Easter weekend. It doesn't feel like Easter weekend to me, honestly, because of all the stuff that's going on in the world. I just, I know feelings, feelings aren't everything. Sometimes we have to fight our feelings because, you know, they can be fickle. But I'm just not feeling it. I don't know. Um, so... <laughs> Happy Resurrection Day, Happy Easter, Happy uh, God glorifies us. I mean, I'm sorry. Happy God, thank you for salvation. Because if it wasn't for God, we wouldn't have salvation. So, happy all of that. It's just, 
it doesn't feel like it, but I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful because God is alive. He's on the throne. He's still in control regardless of all the stuff that's happening. And that is it. So until next time, please stay well. Um, again, I didn't even read. Oh, here it is. I can still read it. Again, please know that Jesus loves you. Um, if you haven't accepted the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart as your personal Savior, I invite you to do so. You can read Romans 10.9, which explains what salvation is. And it can walk you through accepting Jesus Christ into your heart. So today's morning motivation is iron sharpens iron. Lord, I find it hard to walk to my friends. I'm sorry. Lord, I find it hard to talk to my friends about areas of their lives in which they are not honoring you. And I certainly do not always appreciate their correction in my life. Father, allow such sweet, godly fellowship between my Christian sisters and me that when truth should be spoken in love, we are able to speak into one another's lives. We need one another. Iron sharpens iron. Amen. Choose the moment wisely if you feel led to share with, with your truth in love with a friend. Pray beforehand. Be sure that it is God leading you and not your own pride or opinions. Iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens, sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen. So yes, that is today's morning motivation. Um, I hope that that spoke to someone. Um, because it's true, we need each other. And we should be able to speak truth and love to each other. You know? So, yes. Have a lovely Saturday. Enjoy your weekend. If you're going to church, I know some churches are opening back up with precautions, of course. Please be safe. And also, please know that if you don't feel like going to church still, that is okay. All right? You don't get brownie points for going to church. God is not just in the walls of a church. If you're still comfortable staying home and watching virtually, do that. Do what is best for you. Do what is best for your mental health and know that God is not condemning you for that. Okay? Love you. Have a great day. And thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Oh, also, if you have any prayer requests, any questions, anything you want to share or ask, you can email me at begentlewithyourmental at gmail.com. I'm going to also try to post that on Apple Podcasts. Okay? Thank you. Have a great day. Bye.